everyone. This is episode 600 and... <laughs> no, it's not. It's 703 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for the week of Friday, December, <laughs> January 17th, 2020. I get the year right, which is a thing you should usually screw up. You know, oh, it's still 2019. It's still 2019 right now. I screw up the month. I screw up the number of the podcast. I'm a freaking idiot. But... Speaking of the podcast, and I'm your host, Mark Ruzhnez, there are some changes. Not significant changes for the majority of people who consume the show, but I am going to stop making the video version of the podcast. And the reason behind this is because as I've gone over it in my head, and and as time has passed and I've thought about it, if you've noticed, though... The majority, the, the vast majority of podcast consumers of this specific podcast are still listeners and they listen to the show. They don't watch it. Um, the, the show has changed over time uh, in terms of the video. At first, I think I was just doing gameplay and then I transitioned to actually recording myself with a webcam and then... I think I got like a haircut I didn't like and I'm like, forget it, I'm going back to gameplay. And then I would splice in gameplay for every game that I was talking about and have it coincide with the the time at which I was talking about those games. And then I got to the point where I was just like, okay, I'm just going to take one of the games I am talking about and I'm going to have gameplay of that throughout the entire episode. And if you're noticing a trend lately, it's that I've been making it something that is less and less complicated to produce and to put out there. And even now, the way it's set up, it's not a lot of work, so it's not taking too much of my time. And that that was the biggest issue, that the things that I I, I was doing or I wanted to do was just too time-consuming, and that was part of why I moved from Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays to just Fridays, but like i i look at it and the video version and it's something that always brings up this kind of mental block or it's just it's something that in a way inhibits my ability to talk about anything or i i i may want to talk about the same thing for 2 weeks in a row maybe i'm i'm still playing the same game or you know, I'm mostly playing the same game and then there's some news stories, but I don't have video for the news stories that can really make sense. Like maybe I'm talking about, uh, I remember there was one time I was talking about the analog pocket and I basically just had part of that video being me slowly scrolling down the webpage because I'm like, okay, well, this is the only thing that can really coincide with that part of the podcast. And so I sometimes think that, okay, well, I need to talk about something new or I have to bring up something different so that I have something to go to in terms of capturing footage to use for the video version. And I don't want to feel imprisoned by that to feel like I am obligated to talk about this or do this just to justify the video version and put something 
in there when it's the version of the podcast that so few consume. Uh, and I, I do apologize <laughs> to anyone who does like that and has been consuming it because I think I'm just going to delete what's currently on there. And I know like, oh, I could just keep it on there. But I'm like, I think I might, I, I could unlist it, but I'm like, I feel like it's going to be weird to have this period where it's just like this small chunk of the podcast because I didn't start. I mean, I, I started doing the video version very late in, in this podcast life and have just like this small chunk on YouTube cluttering the the video space, the upload space. I don't want that unlisting them. It's just like somebody could come in and, and see that and be like, oh, they used to do this podcast, but it's over now, I guess. And I, I don't want that happening. So I think I'm just going to remove it completely. Uh, and I don't think it's going to be a huge deal. Um, and I think overall, the podcast will be better for it. And with this change, I could return to a more frequent release schedule. That That's up for debate or whatever. But I think I'm going to stick with weekly because part of what this will do even though you know i i don't put a significant amount of time into the video version it is something that when i'm nearing the recording of the audio i'm like oh god do, do i have video ready for the the video version or am i gonna have to play something for like a half hour or 45 minutes because i don't know how long this podcast is gonna go that mental stress will be gone and i can use that extra time, the little extra time, but the significant gain in mental health to work on other video projects that actually utilize the, the, the media of video, the, the art of video. Cause I, I want to do some of the other series I've talked about in addition to attack the backlog. I would like to return to pixelated pixelated playtime videos which is where you know it's basically my version of a quick look where i after playing the game for a little bit i'll just play it and talk as i play it and and give you an idea of the game um which you know there, there's plenty of videos like that but i wouldn't i don't think you know there can't be more of those because uh, i have my own unique perspective as we'll get to uh shortly when i talk about a certain game that is very beloved and i don't really love but i want to do the spin-offs of attack the backlog i still have that one mini episode in the can which i just haven't put out there because i want to have somewhat of a schedule for these other side projects whether it's just like the off week of attack the backlog so every other week we have an attack the backlog mini episode and then we have and attack the crap log episode. And in addition to this, I really wanted to, I really, really, really want to get around to putting together the second runs series, which is where I return to games I love and see if I still love them. And I want to start that series off with To the Moon, which just came out on Switch. Uh, I highly recommend it. I, I can't recommend that highly enough. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know it's my number two game of the decade. And it's currently on sale for like I don't know, ten percent off or something. It's regularly twelve bucks, I think, and it's nine fifty nine or something. So it'll be twenty percent off, I guess, somewhere in there. 
Um, yeah, 20% off is the math. And I'm excited to play that again. When I'll get to that, won't be too long, because I think I'll play one more game for Attack the Backlog and then go to, to the moon. But um, yeah, I, I want to do that. I, I'd like to still mess around with that idea about the, the series with that compares a movie and the game based on the movie. Uh, so I would like to, for YouTube and video stuff, to really emphasize uh, the video, you know, to, to, to make the video something worth watching and not just have it there for people who want to listen to the podcast and just prefer to do it through YouTube for whatever reason, that they just don't want to use the RSS feed and put it in whatever podcast feed or thing they use or through iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever, uh, or Spotify, Pandora. I still, like, I don't know. I haven't checked to see if I can, like, see how my podcasts are doing on Pandora, but I still don't understand how that works because unless they've changed things, Pandora is always about randomization, right? It's just It's like a radio station where you give them an idea of your tastes and then they create stations for you and then music just randomly comes on. And if you pay the subscription, then you get, like, unlimited skips or whatever but you can never just flat out say can i just hear this song so i don't know how that works if that's still the case and if that's the case with podcasters like i like video games and they're just gonna be like okay we have this many submitted video game podcasts so here's a random one i think that could be really cool as a as an option if somebody's just like you know what i like these video game podcasts and i could use Pandora to listen to them and, and I don't have to go through any kind of bullshit, but they also have the, the randomization op- option, the, the station option, which, you know, will just throw random podcasts at me and I may discover something new. So that could be cool, but I have no idea how Pandora does it. I don't really think people really uh, know that Pandora is, is making or has podcasts. So I don't know. It, it's a, it's a weird thing. I'm not sure how Spotify does it. I, I mean, I know you can just find the podcast you want and listen to it that way, but I don't know if they have like the the categories and you could just be like, just play random. Though so, you know, it doesn't work as well as it does with music because music is, you know, three four minutes, and podcasts can be hours. It's not gonna be like, yeah, just I'm gonna hit the random thing and I'm gonna hear a whole bunch of different podcasts and may maybe by jam. I mean, they could do something like. The, the radio auto, not auto tuning, but where it would skip to podcast and be like, you'd hear like maybe a minute of a podcast and be like, oh, that sounds good. Don't stop moving to the next one. I just want to stick with this one. That could be kind of interesting if, if they did something like that. But um, yeah, that's it. I think in terms of pixelated sausage podcast news and all that kind of jazz. Uh, and speaking of news, though, this has been the week of delays. A whole lot of delays. The latest one I just saw is Iron Man VR being pushed to May. I have no idea when the actual release date was, and I don't really care because I'm not a fan of VR. Um, I'm pretty sure I already talked about my experience with Ace Combat, uh, being disappointed by that. But, um, yeah, VR is clearly just not for me. I, I think part of it is that, in general, I'm not... I don't, I don't want to say I'm not impressed by things, but I'm like, I don't get that sense of awe from really 
anything. I can't I can't think of anything where it's like I saw something and I was just taken aback by the beauty of it or like there are things that I find beautiful wherever it's not like oh my like oh my god what is this magnificence thing when I went to Millennium Park and saw that giant fucking bean I'm like this is the stupidest thing that's not a great example because I think I mean a lot of people do think that thing is amazing and I look at it and it could be because I am from Chicago because I've spent a significant time downtown in that area and I've seen that thing so many times. But I just look at it and I'm like, this is the stupidest thing. And I just see a bunch of tourists making faces into it, like, oh, look at this. It's so funny. And I'm like, I, I hate it. It's so stupid. I don't like, whatever. It's just, it's dumb. Can we all agree on it? It's dumb. And I forget what the actual name of it is because everyone just calls it the bean. Stupid ass piece of crap i hate that thing so much and i hate the stupid faces spitting at you right next to the bean but um what was i talking about see this this is what you're gonna get with me focusing just on audio random nonsense and tangents like you used to love for me uh, but the, yeah the the year the the season the week of delays and iron man vr that was it vr and not being impressed by anything i'm impressed by things like Hellblade, the the audio impressed me, uh, and, and maybe I just I still need that experience. I I think part of it too is that PlayStation VR is nice, but that's like the that's like the the VR headset you just pat on the head and you're like you good boy, you know you know you'll 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 do so much more when you grow up, but you're you're still a little kid. Um, the 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 tracking on the wands the the move controllers is not great so games that i think i could have really gotten into just became frustrating like super hot vr i liked it when it worked but i so often had to like reset one of my hands because it kept messing up Uh, but yeah that's one of the delays but the bigger delays started i don't remember when like uh, this week ish uh, we had final fantasy 7 remake being pushed to April 10th, I believe. And uh, Avengers, which I don't know if the title is Marvel's Avengers, being pushed to September 18th, I don't know, some sometime in September. And at first, it sounded just horrible for Final Fantasy VII and, and gamers in general because it put it right between Resident Evil 3 remake and cyberpunk 2077 we had uh, we have resident evil 3 at april 3rd and then we had cyberpunk 2077 at april 17th but now cyberpunk has moved to september so final fantasy has a lot more room to breathe and to let people play and enjoy it uh, i think those are the uh, the big delays those three games but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some more delays in the near-ish future. Um, but yeah, that 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 all happened. And yeah, GameStop reported that the overall sales for the holiday quarter were down 25% year over year. And I think it's just a matter of time before it all comes crumbling down because I've been to... GameStop's very rarely over the last 
five, I don't know, maybe even 10 years at this point. I can't, I can't remember. I, I don't have no sense, uh, sense of time. And the experience is terrible. Like the majority of employees, I think, are just like real shitty and aren't super friendly. Um, but like, I still hate some of the things they do and, and try to like, I went in there recently because they had Darksiders 3 on sale for $5. And I went to my local GameStop, which is Helm. I don't not Helm, but like I see the same employee there the few times I've been there. And he just seems to not give any shits. And I asked him if he had it. And he like, he looked up on the computer to see if they had it. And then he was like, huh? Like clearly he saw the price and like, that doesn't seem right. And then he scanned and like, oh, that's right. And he's like, oh, no, this is $5. And I'm like, I looked at the copy. And when he pulled it out, I looked. I'm like, that's a fucking open copy. I want a new copy. And when I said, do you have a new copy? He's like, no, this is a new copy. It's just an open copy. I, like, how they still consider, like, just make it fucking used. You don't, it's not like you charge significantly less for a used copy. It's not a fucking new copy. If it was a new copy, it would not be open. An open copy does not mean new. That's not how it works. It's not a book that is just open all the time. You have to remove the wrapping and the protective tape. And then you go home and you play because you're a stupid ass lion. Like, I just... Fuck you, fuck you guys and your bullshit. Like, it also, it also has uh, one of their stickers on it. And I could see that it's been partially peeled off and it didn't come off completely. So I'm like... Yeah, it's a new copy with one of your stupid fucking stickers on it that doesn't want to come off cleanly. So I'd have to like use a fucking hairdryer to get it off. And it's still not going to look pristine like an actual new copy. Get fucked. Your used copy would be $4. Just sell it for $4. I wouldn't have bought it. But at least I wouldn't have been pissed off. So I left and then I'm like, bro, I just remembered. I can just go to Best Buy and price match them. And that is exactly what I did. And then I got my copy of Darksiders 3 for Xbox One for $5. And you know what I realized too when I was looking into Remnant from the Ashes, which I I finished. I don't think I finished by the, uh, the podcast last week. I realized that the the same studio who made Remnant from the Ashes is uh, the studio that did Dark Size Three, and I've heard that Dark Size Three has souls like elements in it. Uh, I don't think it's to the same extent as Remnant, but I could be wrong. Uh, but I'm curious to see how that plays and all that jazz. Uh, the thing about Remnant is, the more I played it, the more I started to enjoy it. It still has many issues. I think you know does a horrible job of onboarding and introducing the game and the experience to just solo players. But the thing that I, I appreciate about Attack the Backlog and doing all that stuff for the, the, the podcast, God damn, these text messages. Um, I appreciate or, or I find value in writing scripts for Attack the Backlog because it really helps me collect my thoughts and not be so... Uh, just the word is escaping me, but it it allows me to think before I speak and really come to a conclusion as to what I think about a game, how I feel about a game. 
Because like in Remnant's case, it's, it's a very weird situation where I was so angry with the game at first. And then I redownloaded it and I started to warm to it. And when I finished it, I enjoyed my experience overall, but I, I still had that bad taste in my mouth. And I was like, how how do I really feel about this game, given that I think it, it does such a horrible job of introducing the game to new players and, and the system and, and everything like that. And as I wrote the piece, uh, everything started to come together. Um, so I, I'm really happy with just the fact that I've, I've started writing strips for Attack the Backlog since Resident Evil 2, that episode. Um, but yeah, that's the main news that stood out. I think there are a few other pieces, but, um, to what I've been playing, so I did finish Remnant from the Ashes, and I do think it's an all right game. And, and once you've, you've gotten over that hump, if you choose to stick with it, if you are playing solo, you know, it, it's fun enough, but the thing is, with the procedural generation, the areas and level design, if you want to call it that, isn't all that interesting. And so while you can re-roll your campaign and start a fresh thing on higher difficulties, there's an adventure mode that is more focused on specific areas for getting loot and, and fighting specific bosses that you may have missed your first time around. It just feels very, very, very samey. The first time I did it, I was like, did it actually go through? Or, or did I did I screw something up? Because I, I was like going through there and I'm like, this all seems so familiar. And, and that's because it just, you know, it's using these same assets and these these same layouts to some extent. You know, the, the, the path may be slightly different, but overall what you're seeing in terms of buildings or little spaces are pretty much identical. And it, and it just feels like you're playing exactly the same thing it doesn't feel fresh at all um which is a problem with stuff like that and i think maybe it 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 stands out more in a 3d space as opposed to something like dead cells where it's all very same or rogue legacy um yeah but like i like that game to a point it's a game that has me very excited to see what that studio does next. And and it also has me excited, even though this game came before it, it has me excited to, to see how Darksiders 3 turned out. Um, but yeah, if I were to score it, I'd probably give it like a 6 out of 10 with hopes that a follow-up could be an 8 out of 10. And I think when my Attack the Backlog episode for that goes live, it'll give a, a really good idea of how I feel about it and the, the, the positives and the negatives for that. But the main game I've been playing as of late <laughs> is Super Mario World. And this is my first time playing it. I think I played it for maybe like five minutes at a neighbor's house once. But um, I played it for like two hours and then I said I'm done with it because I don't like Super Mario World. I think it's when I, when I, because I'm doing it for Attack the Backlog, and I've, I've gone back to it, I've gotten, like, to the midway point of World 6, I think there are seven worlds, 
And then there's like a rainbow road or something, which I think is like if you do a bunch of secrets. And if you don't, then you just go to Bowser's Castle and you have to go through a bunch of bullshit instead of using the back door or something that I read up on or whatever. Um, I, I don't want to say it's a bad game, but I think it's an incredibly overrated game. The fact that it's considered one of the greatest games of all time blows my mind because the thing that I don't like about Super Mario World, first and foremost, there, there are multiple things I don't really like about it. I, I think it's gorgeous. It, it's a beautiful, beautiful game. I think it, it looks great. I hate the way it feels. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm looking at it, and, and the more I, I think about it, I, I just am thinking larger in terms of scale, and it's like, how do I feel about platformers in general? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm the biggest platformer fan, or, or maybe I am, and it's just that when it comes to platforming, that maybe specifically like platformers and that genre are one of the most divisive genres because it all comes down to feel and how we all have our own specific opinions about certain types of jumping and mechanics because you know my my favorite platforming series is the N series which has a very floaty jump but I think while I hate a lot of floaty jumps N knocks it out of the park I I would say that N has perfected the floaty jump and any platformer trying to do a floaty jump should just give up because n has perfected it you don't need to try go do something else n is perfect for what it wants to be and i love it i love the visuals i love everything about n i think it feels so good but then you also have celeste i i love celeste i love super meat boy which i feel like super meat boy gets so much hate now like it, it, it went from something that people really liked and now i hear more hate about it than anything else but i really love super meat boy and you know I, I really like the the rayman games origins and legends uh which i, I would like to play for attack the backlog at some point but when i was thinking about like the mario games i really liked super mario Bros. 2 and 3 you know i i think i was indifferent about one you know when it when it was the only game we had sure liked it but i really liked two and three uh, but post that i never really got that into the series like i played some of the new super mario brothers uh, on ds or whatever it was it's like oh this is fine never really played much of the 3d stuff until later i played 64 on ds and, and really enjoyed that but I, I never really got around to world and what i don't like about world is how slippery mario feels and it's not so much that he feels slippery when you're just walking across the world, but that when you jump and then you, you land, when you are hitting the pavement once again, he feels very slippery where you're trying to jump onto a specific small little block or something and he'll just slide right off. And it could be something that a lot of people just say, you know, you just got to get used to it. It it has its own unique feel and you got to get used to it and then, and then everything will be fine. That may very well be the case. I don't want to get used to it because I just don't like the way it feels. I've gone back to it. I've played whatever, an hour and a half more or something. And I just, I don't like the way it feels. I also hate how fucking slow he is for his regular walking speed, which I'm, 
I'd have to look at them both side to side, but I went back and played some Super Mario Brothers 3 to see if maybe I actually don't like the Mario games anymore, if it's just like a Mario thing in general. But I was playing through that. I'm, I was enjoying it. I was like, oh, this is, this is what I like. And I'm pretty sure you walk faster in Super Mario Brothers 3. The walking speed in Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World just feels so slow to the point of being like I, I don't understand why you would ever want to walk. Um except maybe like you're in a tricky situation, you have to be very, very careful. But your your jump's gonna be incredibly short. It's just like why? Why do you walk so fucking slow? I don't understand the point of Yoshi. What is the point of Yoshi? What benefit do you get? Other than you can take a hit. I don't see what other benefit that thing gives you. I like the look of Yoshi. I always liked the look of Yoshi. I thought Yoshi was cool. And then now that I'm actually using Yoshi, I'm like, <laughs> why? I don't like Yoshi. Yoshi's just annoying me now. Um... And, like, you can use the, I think, Y button to pull in, like, certain enemies. Uh, and, and, like, the, the shell enemies, you'll be able to shoot up projectile as Yoshi. But that's the same button you use to sprint. So when you, you suck someone in and then you, you don't want to walk because walking is slow and fucking the worst, you end up spitting that shit out anyway, so... What's the point of that? I don't know. Um, and then level design is just... I understand that like the, the levels are the bigger, the more expansive. There's, there are more secrets and all this shit. I prefer the more linear, tighter levels of Super Mario Bros. 3. Um, I just think they feel much better. I, ha- I don't feel a strong incentive to explore the worlds of Super Mario World. Um... Yeah, I, it's, it's it's been a real bummer because it is such a beloved game and I haven't enjoyed a single second of it. Not at any point have I smiled. I think the level I probably like the most is this one level that I don't remember which world it was in or anything, but it's where you start off jumping onto like a little platformer and uh, on a platform and then it's moving across the sky and there are three levels of platforms and you have to avoid these saws that are coming at you. And then like halfway through that level, you jump onto a rope and then you go up or down the rope and avoid saws that are scattered across the, the map. And that's the entirety of that level. I like that. And I, I kind of like all the levels where you're not platforming because you're not doing a lot of jumping or you're you're doing very simple jumps like i don't know if it was one of the castles where you get on the thing and does like the whole you get on the set of blocks and does the whole snake thing where you're just following it and making sure not to fall off like i like that part of that level though when i die later in the level and have to redo that i'm like well now this is just tedious because i can't speed this up and it's going out of its way to be very long, which is, you know, it's making like a step stool up and then a step stool down backwards. I'm like, okay, come on, let's, let's, let's get this shit over with. Um, but yeah, like I, I would say it's an, it's an okay game, but the fact that it is so beloved and that I've gotten some shit, uh, from people for, 
putting out my opinion, and I, I knew I would. But all of that culminating together is kind of making me hate the game, even though I th- there, are, there are so many games that are way worse than Super Mario World. Like, it's not a horribly made game. It's a game that doesn't click with me because just the, the feel of it, the controls don't jive with me. But the fact that it's just like, okay, this is one of the top 10 games of all time or top 20 games of all time. It's just like, oh my God. Like, there's just so many platforms I'd rather play. Yeah, like, just in terms of level design, mechanics, feel, like, you know. I, I And, like, level design, I feel like, is something that is hard to judge given that with time, with experience, with technology, people are able to do much more creative things. So, like, if you compare Celeste and Super Mario World, like, when you were creating your new uh, games of all time list, like, I don't see how you can look at World next to Celeste and be like, World is, f- it's not even a question of whether World is better than Celeste. Like, Celeste feels so much better. It, I, I, I'd say it looks better. I, I really like that. I think some people don't like the look of Celeste. But like, the level design is so creative and, and so fun and interesting. Like, if you put those two games next to each other, I'm just like, okay, you're, you're, you're cute, world. You're, you're cute. Uh, and, you know, when you came out, there was like, there wasn't anything like you, probably. But Celeste is here now, so you you can move on. Retire. Go just, you know, hang out with your other old folk, like, you know, Donkey Kong Country. I played some Donkey Kong Country. I played it for like, 20 minutes or something got to the first minecart level which i was enjoying until the point where i was going like uphill and there was a lot of breaks in the rail and i had to jump and it was just like this weird thing where i couldn't get the timing right i was like well i jumped too early and then i would end up missing the one and just fall to my death or i'd be waiting too long and then i'd just fall and wouldn't hit the jump button in time and i lost all my progress because i just skipped over this like candy save point or whatever and i'm like oh I actually had to, you know, stop in there and say, I'd like to save my progress. So I haven't gone back to it, but I was enjoying Donkey Kong Country more than Super Mario World. I don't, I don't like the look of it. It's, you know, it's got a unique charm just because it's like, this is, this is a style, but comparatively to World, it doesn't hold up visually. Um, but yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish World, and that is that is 100% going to be the hardest script I've written to date, because because of the fact that it is so beloved. I know that my thing is not going to be positive. Where it falls in the negative negativity range, I don't know, and I don't want to just like constantly read it through the the video. Uh, that it's like, th- remember, this is just my opinion. Don't don't get too upset. But um I, I can very likely see that video getting more thumbs downs than thumbs ups. Uh but we'll, we'll we'll see. Then after that, I think I'm going to play Katamari Damacy uh, reroll cuz I never I've never really played Katamari game and I did pick up the the Switch one a while ago and I feel like 
that is like the perfect game to play post world was just like i'm just gonna roll up a bunch of shit with the ball <laughs> you know it's just gonna be some fucking dumb shit and i, I maybe there's something in there that could lead to a lot of frustration like i think you have a time limit but maybe there's something in there that'll really piss me off but i feel like that is a safe bet for something that would bring me joy and after that, because I like, I, I want to step out of the the 2019 games. You know, I, I was also thinking about Sands of Time, but definitely uh, a link to the past will be starting soon. But I like, I want to make sure I go into a link to the past in a, in a chippier mood. I don't want to go into it in, in like a real downer of a mood like I currently am with Super Mario World. Uh, at this point, I just kind of want to get it over with. And the thing that really pissed me off about Super Mario World and why I went back to it is because in one of the discords I'm in, I got some, like plenty of people give me shit about a lot of my opinions. Like the Player One Podcast Discord, I get shit from time to time over my opinions and stuff, but it's all in good fun. Like they're never saying it seriously or whatever. Like um, I was playing what was i playing i was playing something and i was frustrated and one of the guys was like get good and it was a joke i knew that but i was in such a bad mood that i was like fuck off and then i immediately apologized well, i'm like, sorry i'm just like i'm not in the mood for this shit right now but i i knew that it wasn't some kind of mean-spirited thing or or, or a uh, an actual negative thing but in another discord which is more retro focused. Uh, they, a few people have started to reply and comment upon my opinion about world war much more negative and genuine and sincere in their uh, negativity and their statements about maybe, you know, it's like one of them said like, you know, maybe you're just not that good at games as, you know, as far as I know, I'm like, the the second my ability as a gamer came into question, I wanted to fucking lose my shit on them. Because, like, the fact that I have my own opinion and I don't like something, you're going to attack my, like, just accept that I have a different opinion. You can disagree with my opinion. You can have your own opinion. That's fine. Like, shitting on someone else's opinion annoys the shit out of me. And it's something that I'm sure I fail to not do all of the time but i do my best to not shit on someone's opinion because it is just an opinion you know i don't care if someone likes this or that that i don't like they can like it what it's fine just you know i don't have to like it if they if they try to push their liking on it to me and like even with like stuff where people are talking about something they like and i don't like it i won't even chime in to give my negative thoughts unless i am acquainted with these people I, I don't feel like you know going into a discord that i'm still new to or whatever and i'm you know not familiar with the people haven't uh, created a r- rapport with them that i should just chime in and be like oh you're talking about this thing all of you like well just you know i i, I don't like it just i just want to let you know but you know uh, with people i'm more comfortable around and, and feel like you know they would value hearing my opinion, good or bad, than I would. 
but um yeah just like opinions are opinions and like <laughs> there is there's no such thing almost as a bad or wrong opinion just you know the 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 exceptions to those are things that are har- harmful to other people and, and stuff like that for example those who have the quote unquote opinion that gay people or you know queer people are lesser human beings or not even human beings or stuff like that or you know insert so and so race and you get the same sentence or whatever you know stuff like that is just like okay that's that is that is not an okay opinion or whatever that's just a bunch of fucking bullshit and that person just should just get fucked um one of my favorite quotes is from i think morgan freeman which is something along the lines of i hate the word homophobia it's not a phobia you're not scared you're just an asshole and you know if you have an opinion like that you're just an asshole you're not opinionated you're just a dumb piece of shit um and if i've offended anyone with that i don't care cuz clearly like if you if you feel that way about a, a certain type of person get out of here get out of here um and this is funny cuz uh, the little nightmares attack the backlog video is the f- first i like i don't i i may have, i probably mentioned here randomly but it is the most explicit i've been about my gender identity cuz i have like a, a stupid little jokey bit in there where i i talk about me being non-binary and it's just like whatever like i'm a very weird person in terms of that too that i think would bother some of my queer friends in that i identify as non-binary but i don't go out of my way to tell people and like i I don't care if somebody refers to me as a he because um, in, in one way when somebody's referring to me as a he i know that in their mind you know Gender and sex are, are very often just looked at as the same thing. Sexually speaking, I am a male. I have a penis. Big surprise, I know. You 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 never would have guessed it. Uh, and when they're referring to me as a he, that is why they're doing it. Uh, you know, you're just sure you can say, well, they look at me and I'm like, oh, they look at you and your beard and your, your flat chest and your, your bulging penis. <laughs> um, but like, it, it doesn't really bother me. Because for me, like if it did, I, I would let them know. Um, but my identity, identity, gender speaking, is much more of a personal thing. I identify as non-binary because I don't, I don't understand what it means to feel like a man or feel like a woman. Just that does not compute with me. I, I don't, I don't get it. Those who do identify, like they're very strong in their identification as a man or a woman, like I don't, I don't, like how are you so sure that that that's what you are? Like I, 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 it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm a human being, but I don't know what makes me a man over a woman outside of the fact that I have different parts. Is is that all it is? That that makes you identify as that, like to me, that that's nowhere near enough. So that that's why I I feel that way. 
But again, I, I just, like, I, I don't care how people refer to me. I refer to myself how I refer to myself, and then people can notice from that. Because I think only one person has ever mentioned it to me. Um, one of my friends from the, the Player One podcast Discord at, at one point was like, are you are, are you non-binary? Because I think it was like looking at the podcast descriptions and constantly saw that. I was like, me using the, the pronoun they and stuff. It's like, are you non-binary? I'm like, yep, I am. Like, I... You know, some uh, some people, a lot of people, they put in their Twitter bios or whatever. It's like he, she, or not. They don't say he, she. That wouldn't that wouldn't work. But like, you know, he, him, she, her, they, them. Uh, I don't. So I'm like, I could put it there so that people know. But then I'm like, I don't. I don't. I don't have the space. I would have to like remove that. I love oatmeal or something. No, I love oatmeal. I want to. I want people to know I love oatmeal way more than I want them to know that I'm identify as non-binary. Uh, but yeah, I think that's uh, a good place. Like, <laughs> see, this has been a rambly episode, and if I was concerned about the video, I would be like, "Oh God, I need to wrap this up because I don't have enough footage to just keep going this on." And and now with the video version dead, I can I can be more personal and just riff and you know. The people who like listening to me go on and on will will have a blast with this kind of stuff. Uh, I am... Did I finish? Yeah, I did finish it. I finished watching The Witcher. I just remembered I watched The Witcher. And it's not good. Every time Henry, uh, Henry Cavill is on screen, it's not terrible. Uh, you know, it still isn't always great because of the people he's playing off of, but you can tell that he has a lot of love for the character and the the source material. Maybe I'm just out of my mind and it's just he's just acting like normal or whatever, but and I I don't have the most experience with The Witcher 3. I played that game I think up to the point. I think this is a main mission. And I did some side stuff, but up to the point where you go to like some rich dude's place and you have to kill his baby that he buried in the garden or something. Um, but, uh, Cavill embodies Geralt so well, just in the, the way he stands, like his, his static stance, the way he gets on his horse, the way he moves, uh, it, it very much feels like he's brought that character to life. And it's very cool in that sense, but as fun as it is seeing him embody that character, so much of the the show is horrible. You know, the rest of the show ranges from meh to ugh, so bad. Um, some of the other main characters aren't terrible. I, I like the bard uh, character. I thought he was fun. Yennefer is all right, though. Like, Yennefer is fine on her own, but I think the chemistry between Yennefer and Geralt are, is not uh, very present uh i i don't really buy their whatever's going on between them the way that the show is structured is a mess in, in that it has things going on in the past and in the present and then somewhere in between uh i know there's what's in between the past and the present there's like you know the not too distant past um and, and things start to come together as the show 
as the season wraps up. But one of the biggest problems for me, and I I don't want this to sound super mean to these people, but a lot of the bit actors and and smaller roles, which is to say like not recurring characters, but characters who are only really episodic are there for one episode for maybe one scene or half the episode or, or whatever for 10 minutes. A lot of them feel like local theater actors. They just picked up and like, huh, you'll do. And I'm watching it so often thinking to myself, well, that is a style of acting. I'm not going to say, uh, I like it, but that is, that's, that is a kind of acting. So yeah, I watched it just because, and I watch it when I was doing things often, whether it be exercising or eating my oatmeal. Uh, but I felt like, why not? I've been starving for content on YouTube and I, I haven't found anything to satiate my hunger. So I was like, I guess I can watch The Witcher. And it was, it's also often too long. Even the shorter episodes feel long. Uh, and it's weird because so many times at, at multiple points during almost every episode, if not every episode, they would come to a point where the music would like crescendo or they would uh, stop and you'd see somebody looking at something or they, they would stop at all these moments, whether it be uh, with the audio or the, the camera shot or something. And it'd be like, okay, that, that seems like a, a, a good place to end this episode and have me interested in what's going to happen in the next one. Like, it, it seems like this is a good place to end this episode. And then, you know, It'll be a good starting part for the next episode. And then it keeps going. And then you get to another point like, okay, this seems like it'll be the end. And like, nope, it keeps going. And yeah, like, yeah, it compared to like the Mandalorian, which was paced very well. And I think some people were uh, a bum though, that some of the episodes were so short, but like for me, the Mandalorian, just every, every episode felt really tight. It's just like, it never bloated or anything. They just, told what they wanted to tell in that specific episode and then they moved on and you got another episode i you know there, there's a huge difference in terms of the mandalorian and the witcher but um yeah that that's pretty much it uh there are a bunch of attack the backlog things in the can working on uh i think the next one i'm going to post is going to be cat quest and then, because I think I think in terms of when I recorded them and all that and play them, I think Hotline Miami was supposed to be next. But I think I'm going to put Cat Quest out next, and then maybe World Seeker instead of Hotline, and then Hotline. We'll see how it goes. But I think Cat Quest will be up, and the new episode will be up this Sunday. So get excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. That will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Krishnas. I'm very curious to see how long this episode is because I haven't been watching the the recording. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm your host, Mark Krishnas. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sauces. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated. <laughs> and attack the backlog. Uh I got very confused right there. What was I saying though before? PixelatedSausage.com where you can find this podcast and Attack the Backlog. And the, the paranormal thing. You can listen to that too. 
they're all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Pandora. If you'd like to check out the videos I make, like the video version of Attack the Backlog and whatnot, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for listening just listening i hope you enjoy this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day and an absolutely lovely week and bye, bye.